Yo, yo, it's your boy, your brother, your friend, once again in the building. Yep, it's time for another segment of the Young Fire Podcast, powered by Speakfire. Yo, you already know, y'all, we've been waxing pretty deep the last couple weeks, man, and we're going to continue pushing forward in our series, Fatherless Sons, and today we're going to be talking about the internal struggle internal struggle so stay tuned we'll be right back we about to lean in let's get it i need him then and i don't need him now well uh, you know what uncle phil i'm gonna get through college without him i'm gonna get a great job without him i'm gonna marry me a beautiful honey and i'm having me a whole bunch of kids i'm gonna be a better father than he ever was and i sure as hell don't need him for that because ain't a damn thing he could ever teach me about how to love my kids how come he don't want me man all right now you see how I led in this segment with arguably from my perspective and many people's perspective one of the most powerful moments in television sitcom history the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air the episode where Will his father came back into his life they were kind of catching up and reconnecting and were supposed to continue to I guess reconnect and further bond or make that bond by going over the road together and long story short will's father uh took an assignment or a a job to uh, do his over the road trucking and he wanted to kind of do it quickly i guess didn't want any kind of uh, distractions i.e will and just kind of walked out of his life again and that segment that i led in with was the aftermath of Will finding out and just having this, I guess you want to call it explosion, but more of a a pouring out of his emotions and how he felt on the inside. And so with that being said, I want to go in a little further on my story like I did in first week, but also uh, wanting to correlate you know, how I was feeling as a young boy, you know, with, I believe, how a lot of my listening audience, a lot of young men and grown men who grew up with their fathers being absent or in and out of their lives or what have you. So this segment is going to be focused on that internal struggle. And one of the things that triggered me Every time I see that episode, whenever it's on and I catch it, I'm compelled to sit and watch it because for me, it's like therapy. Like, I'm seeing myself in that with some slight differences, of course, because if you see it, Will's dad came back in his life and they were actually doing things together, like actively spending time together and joking around and really forging that ideal father-son bond. And for me, I had to create a lot of that in my own head. 
because my father never took the time out to spend with me like that, to create those bonds, whether it was going different places or having sit down, just conversating with me about life, you know, about girls, you know, about how to approach a girl, how to be confident, you know, how to shave and when it was time to drive and all those things that I like to feel and call like a, a rites of passage kind of moment where those things that only dad can can pour into you, only dad can really help you to have that level of structure in your life. And when I started to do a little more research and reading about reading up on dads and fathers and a father's primary role, one of the things that hit me was that hearing time and time again, a father's primary role is to establish structure in the life of his son and his daughter, but especially the son. Because you think about it, us men, we need structure in our life especially in those early developmental years where it is vital and critical that a young boy establishes structure for his life and he understands that okay i have to do this 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 and this 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 and this is expected of me as a young man this and this and this is expected of me as i grow into a man you know that kind of structure and discipline you know and one of the things that I understand is that as a young boy, you desire those moments with your dad. And um, <clears throat> for me, I lived in my own mind a lot of my time growing up because while my dad was alive and he knew me and I knew him, it sucks that you have to imagine and create this world in your mind that your dad is this awesome person, you know, that he's, you and him are doing all these phenomenal and great things in your own mind, but then you come back to reality and that reality punches you in the gut and says, none of those things ever happen. And so with me, the, that internal struggle began. And with that, that last question that Will asked out loud, it, it's not even the fact that he was addressing Uncle Phil when he said it, but in a sense he was, but he was just kind of asking that allowed, I believe for the first time in his life, is like, he was searching for the answer, like, how come he don't want me, man? Like, what, what, what is it about me that, that constantly turns him away? What is it about me that he doesn't want? And there's nothing more hurtful for a young boy than to begin to feel, and it sucks if you have to hear it, but you have to feel that your father doesn't want you because he's not around, 
He doesn't call. He doesn't spend time with you. He, he, he doesn't do anything. So you develop that feeling and you start to get flooded with all these questions. How come he don't want me? What did I not do? What did I do? Is my very presence the fact that he doesn't want me? Does he not want me because I'm here? Was I a mistake? Is, 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 does he just not want to deal with... I mean, it's so many questions that a young boy has in his mind, especially when he goes through a lot of things that I had to go through, like you have when you go to school, you have these moments where like you do a, a have a science fair project or whatever have you, and you you go up and you you have the night where you display your projects and and all everyone comes around and looks at it and and you want to see your dad, or you have a school assembly and you're being awarded for something as small as being in a spelling bee and you're looking out and you're seeing all these other kids their dads there and you see your mom but it's like hey where's that other half of me there there's something about the presence of a father that that anchors a young boy that anchors us not just emotionally but mentally mentally like okay he, he he's here now i can really be you know and growing up when you have those feelings as a as a boy you begin to grow into that young adolescent phase and you start to feel like and i'm gonna be honest internally you have this mindset of like you know what screw him he don't want to be around screw him at least that was the feeling that I had. You know what? Screw him. He don't want to be around me. Forget him. But of course, in my mind during that time, it, it, it wasn't screw him. I, I actually used the expletive. And I was like, you know what? That was the mindset that I began to have. And it started, that hurt turned into anger. Rather, that hurt turned to bitterness and that bitterness turned to anger. And I began to say, you know what? In my mind, I said, you know what, I'm going to, it began to fuel me. I said, I'm going to become something epic. I'm, I'm going to become something so phenomenal that he's going to wish he was part of my life. He's going to wish that he was there. And so I began to imagine this moment where I, because I, like I said, I wanted to be a pro wrestler. That I was going to have this moment where I win this award or whatever have you and being a great wrestler. And I was going to have this ceremony, this moment where... I just thanked my mom and I was just like, you know what, to heck with my dad. And I wanted him, I wanted my words to cut him deep because I wanted him to feel that internal struggle, that war that I was having within myself. And even as a teenager, getting to 16, 17, 18 years old, that little boy in me was hurt. But that adolescence in me was like, you know what? Forget that. Screw him. I'm going to make him feel how I felt as a kid, feeling rejected by my success. And then I recall I did something in his presence. My mom was getting, had gotten remarried, and I had to call my stepfather, you know, dad. And I called my stepfather dad in my biological father's presence. 
And my grandmother told me years later that really hurt my dad, that really crushed him to hear his son call another man dad. And in that moment, I was like, yes, I got him. I made him feel what I felt. But on my father's deathbed, as he wrestled with being in hurt and agony from cancer, lung cancer, I wish I would have apologized to him for hurting him like that. Because at the end of the day, I never wanted to really hurt my dad. I just wanted him to feel what I felt. All that internal struggle that I've been going back and forth of whether I was even enough for him. And so I, I know that this, this particular segment has, has gone on a little lengthy, but it's that internal struggle that we have to deal with. I had to deal with it. I had to come to that moment or I had to come to that point where I just, I dealt with it. And that struggle had to come to an end or that struggle was going to destroy me and it was going to destroy everything that I was looking to build. So be tuned in. Think about that. Think about your internal struggle. What has it done to you? I don't want you to let it destroy you and where you're going and where you're headed. I want you to be able to deal with it now while you're young. Don't hold on to that thing for the rest of your days. Okay, so next week we're going to go into how to let it go, how to deal with it. So tune in next week. I know it was a little long, guys, but hope you got something out of this segment. Tune in next week. And as you know, as always, deuces. <laughs> we are Speakfire. We are Speakfire. We are Speakfire. We are Speakfire. It's your boy, your brother, your friend, once again. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Speak Fire Studios. Internal Fire. Young Fire. Student Fire. Leadership Fire. Speak Fire with the Y. Sean B. Bobby Bird. Aisha Thomas. Michael Gingras. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. Let's grow. Follow Speak Fire on all platforms. And don't forget that is Speak Fire with the Y. <laughs> <laughs> we are Speak Fire. Thank you all for checking this out. The new episode that comes out every Monday at 4 a.m. Are you going to be up with me?